Sirs, welcome, welcome. I don't want to get excited too early, but today the, it appears that the Twitter Spaces is really a smooth experience. I didn't have any problems getting speakers upstage and stuff. So fingers crossed that it stays like that. Yeah, I think it's going to happen tonight. It's just a feeling I have that tonight is the night. How are we doing, Sebastian? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys today? JG? I'm good, I'm good. Gravy. JG? JG's in the house. Raccoon's in the house. Looks like Yieldmos. Let's go. Hey, guys. I see EC's here. EC's been added to the, his name's been added to the burn, the furnace leaderboard. He's our number one burner. So far. So far, <laughs> so far, I think our uh, our contest ends at the end of this call, right? Or at the middle of this call. So if anyone wants to try, anybody wants to try to beat them, you got about 30 minutes or so to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's make exactly at the half hour mark, which is in 20, 26 minutes. I think that's a good time. Okay. So last chance. All right, should we get going then? I'll take that as a yes. Um, welcome to the White Whale Weekly Spaces, everybody. Um, for everyone that is new to our community, which would really surprise me, <laughs> you can find all the critical information in our Twitter bio. Um, and you're more than welcome to participate in our Discord channel, which is called Community Calls, where you can uh, interact with the community, comment on the spaces and ask your questions. Um, let's dive right into the market data. Um, so the whale price is at 1.6 cent uh, this week uh, with a market capitalization of uh, 3.74 million. Um, and our social data is pretty much flat also, like, uh, like the market right now. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, stablecoin, uh, as is our uh, our social data, uh, 125 people less on Twitter, uh, eight people more on Telegram, and 12 people less on Discord. And before I head it over to Sancom, uh, please retweet the spaces, hashtag ride the whale, um, get the word out. And uh, with that, Sancom, um, you can take over for the update. Yeah, um, I'll give it right over to Sebastian, who got some special things to address today. But you heard the man retweet hashtag ride the whale, sail the whale, burn the whale, whatever you prefer. 
Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, so and just to let everybody know just uh, um, the kind of agenda for this call, um, I'm going to start off by addressing um, the exploit from last week. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to brief you guys um, and then we will move on to the regular um, CENCOM will move on to the regular updates. And then we have uh, we got a lot to cover. Honestly, we have yield most here. We're going to invite them up to the floor and give some updates and share what they want to share. Um, and then we'll go through our partners, JG and such, and then um, we'll we'll end it with Raccoon. Big announcement from Raccoon this week about Shark Protocol being built on um, on Migaloo. We're we're very excited about that. So we'll we'll end with them there, and we'll we'll let everybody um, we'll give everybody a chance to ask questions at the end as well. Okay, um, but first I wanted to um, I wanted to start off by addressing the exploit. Um, if you don't know. If you haven't heard right last last Friday, um, it was about 11 a.m. I think EST um, when the, the price of whale dropped suddenly 30 percent or whatever it was. Um, there was a, there was a security breach. Right. It was not a smart contract exploit. It was a breach of our internal security protocols. Effectively, what happened was we deployed. 3 million whale from our um, Megaloo Foundation multi-sig to one of our hot wallets. Um, it was a hot wallet that that hadn't been used in a while, um, you know, but the in, in the hot wallet, it was intercepted and sold on the open market. Um, it's very unfortunate, you know, I will say that. Um, I think, you know, for me personally, you know, the, the um, well, one for the team, it was a. I think it was a wake up call, right? And um, you know, for me personally, the biggest blow was it was just kind of a momentum killer for for us and for the community. I mean, we you know we had so much going on, and we still do have so much going on, and such you know we we have very good vibes as a team. We're very low drama. We get along. Um, everything's positive, you know. As as you see on these calls. Um, you know, and, and we've attracted some very quality teams to build on Migalo. And, you know, as I've said before, in, in recent calls, it feels like we're, we're, we're reaching escape velocity, right? And there's, you know, there's a lot of announcements even today and in the coming weeks of protocols building on Migalo. And there was just a lot of, there is a lot of positive momentum, right? So for me, I think the, the most difficult part about this situation is just a buzzkill. It was just a buzzkill. But nonetheless, um, you know, where we're at with the situation is we completed our our sort of on-chain analysis and we've had we had some of the the blockchain sleuths in the cosmos working with us as well as um chain analysis and, and security firms. Um you know, and and we completed that, and basically the the trail ends at the exchanges, right? Um, you know, so basically where we're at right now with the investigation is, um, there's a very short list of we we have a very short list of suspects, right? Um, and I would even go so far as to say as we pretty much know who this was, we pretty much know who it was. Um, it's a, it's an ex team member. 
Um, you know, we, we now, but we don't have conclusive proof, right? We have a very short list and we don't have conclusive proof, uh, you know, and we really, we can't name names or anything like that without com conclusive proof. Um, so because the, you know, the, we have it tracked to the exchanges and we have, um, we have narrowed down even the, the exchanges that, um, the funds were sent to, to a limited number, um, that's where the the sort of investigative side gets kind of slow and tedious you know we can't just go up to an exchange and ask for customer info you you, you know you can't do that you need like some kind of legal um you know you need law enforcement to do it or a legal right or a court subpoena or something like that so that's when things start to slow down um and take time time energy resources right and, and become kind of tedious that being said we're going to continue to pursue this you know um um, we're, 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 you know, we're going to continue to do everything we can, um, but that's where we're at right now. And and also on the investigative side, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to tip our hand um, to the, you know, to, to the hacker. Right. Um, you know, but but I do want to be transparent and share with you guys an update on on that end of things. Right. So so that's where it is. I'm confident that you know, that, that, that we'll catch them. I'm confident that we'll get them. You know, I don't know what that looks like as far as recovering funds and, and timeline. And, you know, to be honest, I'm not too hopeful on that. Um, you know, but who, who knows, right. Who knows, but I, I am confident that we will, um, you know, we will bring justice, um, on, on that level to the situation. Um, on the other end of it, you know, we recognize that, Really, the important thing for us now is um, is to rebuild trust with with you guys and with our community, right? And um, we're going to do several things, right, in in order to do that. And we are committed to doing that, right? And and kind of going to going to attack that from a few different angles. One of the things we're going to do today, actually, in in a couple of minutes, as soon as I'm done rambling here, is um, you know, today was supposed to be our final burn of six million whale. Um, right. That would have that would have made it 24 million whale burned a full year's worth of inflation. Um, so instead of six million, we're going to burn 10 million whale um, today here now um, just as penance. Right. As a, as a penance and as just a gesture to our community, um, you know, so so that's one of the things. Right. And and that's fine. You know, we can burn tokens and it's it's a gesture of good faith. But really, I think more importantly, um, the the issue is. Um, explaining and <clears throat> conveying to you guys the steps we're taking to to ensure that something like this doesn't happen again, right? That's I think that's more important, um, you know. And and I would say that this incident was a wake up call to the team. Um, you know, I I told the team this. I'll I'll say to you guys. I I feel like um, we we got to a point where we kind of prioritized speed um and convenience over security you know so we got a little bit too excited a little moved a little bit too fast um and and let slack our our best practice our best security practices that was you know we we paid for that right we paid for that and, and as as a community um so you know we've been over the past week you know since this happened we've been going through all of our processes um from the way our wallets are set up Right. Uh, admin privileges um, to, to comms, to internal comms um, and, and basically just securing the house. Right. To making sure that our house is secure. Um, 
you know, and, and CENCOM can get into a little bit more details as far as that goes. But I, I want, you know, I want you guys to know that we are, we are committed to, um, to best practices, to best security practices and, and to airtight SecOps, right? Um, this was an expensive lesson, you know, and, and we learned from it and, um, you know, we are now prioritizing, even if it's slower, even if getting that, those multi-sigs, you know, coordinated across the globe, it takes more time. So be it, um, y- you know, we just, we're, we're back to, you know, security first, take our time, make sure everything's, make sure everything's, you know, done properly and, and in the, in the best possible manner. So that's where, that's where we're at with things right now. Um, CENCOM, do you want to comment on, um, on some of the measures we took this week to kind of close up the holes? Yeah. Uh, I think you already gave a very good high overview summary about what, what we've been doing more specifically. We've been Basically, every system we have may be, you know, from our communications like Slack or Telegram or GitHub to all the wallets, we've been just going through and combing, you know, everything, you know, looking at every single piece individually, you know, check for any holes, you know, adjusted um, access rights and such. Obviously, you know, we ditched the compromised wallet. I think that goes without saying. Um, So all our systems, you know, they are now airtight we believe. And to ensure that, you know, this never happens again. So we're trying to avoid having any large amount of funds in in hot wallets from now on. So um, that should mitigate the issue. And also we're prepared or we're in the process of putting the the remaining contracts we have also in in various multi-six across the whole interchain. So yeah, since it's not a contract exploit, you know, patching things up is a little bit, the damage isn't as high and, and um, patching things up is a little bit easier. So we're mostly focusing on, you know, fixing the remaining holes where there are. And I think once that's done, nothing of such sort can happen again. Yeah, so again, um, we'll, we'll be taking questions at the end um, of the call. Right. And we're, we're happy to <clears throat> happy to answer any questions that the community might have, but we are, we are committed to, to the gold standard of SecOps, internal SecOps, and as well as transparency, um, you know, wh- whatever it is, we will, we will get through it. And, it, you know, like I said, lots of good things coming, lots of good things in the pipe. Um, so we, I just, I want to thank you you guys for you know for 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 bearing with us for bearing with we're human right we're we're not perfect we're human you know we we made a mistake here and we're we're committed to we're committed to making up for it moving forward and and building this thing um to the best of our ability so that being said i we just burned 10 million whale tokens so we should come and should be coming through on the Twitter bot. Um, yeah. So we just burned a ten million. There we go. That that's that's done. Um, 
And like we've discussed on these calls, you know, there's we we are very interested in um in supporting an ash doll right and um looking for community members who want to take up the ball and and um you know create utility for ash and do different different fun things things with that um you know however whatever that looks like so all right um yes the the 10 million whale have been burned and um onwards that's what I'll say. Onwards. Let's let's go. All right. Um, gonna kick it over to Sencom for our regular updates. Yes. Thank you. That's good. We sorted that out, and I hope everybody's um you know, satisfied with the actions we're taking and we can learn from this and grow stronger out of this situation. So let's talk a little bit more about um stuff that's happening across the ecosystem so the terra and chihuahua liquidity injections are almost there so i've been nagging jg all morning today and he said it's gonna be the proposals will be up today and i think on chihuahua they will be up as well so it's it can only take another can only be hours from what i understand here so that's going to be very exciting. Millions of liquidity coming on, on the Terra satellite market. And also a good chunk of, of Chihuahua will be deposited into the Chihuahua decks, which will enable us to do a couple of cool things further down the road. No further comment on this. And another thing that I think everybody has been waiting patiently for is that Terra just made a governance forum post where they basically said you know we we did a proposal earlier this year where we you know that that passed that said that whale is going to be listed as an alliance asset on terra which means you can take your amp or bone whale move it to terra like you guys used to used to do when you're you know bonding on the terra satellite market but instead of bonding it to the satellite market you stake it on Terra, and thereby you will be earning Luna. And I think the SWTH token, SWTH token from Carbon, will also be enabled. So you guys are also going to earn that token. And I think that's one of the the yeah, it's, it's just fantastic next step for us. You know, this not only is a, is a big recognition from Terra towards us, our community that has been pioneering and yeah, almost chilling Alliance in the interchain, like the poster child for Alliance is, is Migaloo because we're really using it for months now. And this is a, you know, a big gesture towards us, but also creates really a strong financial alignment between the two chains, but also the two communities which makes a lot of sense in my opinion. So I'm really, really looking forward to um, that proposal hitting chain. If it does, make sure to, you know, drum it up a little bit so we get it, we get it through with 100% yes votes. And I'm quite excited to utilize my, my B-Whale on this one. I think that's going to be cool. All right, before I move over to Migaloo, Sebastian, do you want to comment anything? On the yeah, yeah. Uh, just on the um, 
the Terra whitelisting our our LSDs for Alliance. One, I do agree. This is a huge a huge deal, <clears throat> not just for Migaloo, but for Alliance in general. Um, and I, you know, I'll just say that to to be totally honest, like we did, we we pioneered and we we went ahead and we whitelisted, um, you know, the Luna LSDs on Migaloo as Alliance assets, um, in good faith, right? And we gave them, you know, significant um, staking rewards, five percent of our staking rewards, um, and we've been waiting. Just to be frank, we've been waiting for Terra to take this step and to kind of get it together here. Um, and and I, I think Alliance in general, not just us, but Alliance in general, has kind of been on in idle, right, and on pause. Um, for that, this needed to happen first, right? This needed to happen next. Um, you know, and and rightfully, we are going to be one of the first um, assets listed. I think it's going to suck up a lot of whale, a lot of whale LSDs, right? When um, you know, when you can when you can stake them on terra and and earn luna right um that's that's fantastic you know but but really what it what it also does is it unclogs the dam here it 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 kind of um it it allows the, the alliance to continue moving forward like we we've been waiting for this um before we kind of move forward with other strategic moves that we can do with alliance for example whitelisting other assets like like say adam you know we whitelist adam um or an adam lsd and and um you know you guys can earn you, you know whale stakers can earn adam on top as well as luna right and and now it starts to become this basket of assets that we've talked about before that you're earning by staking migaloo right the idea was you stake migaloo and you earn a basket of apex ass assets right we want to we want to whitelist like like um eth lsds right or or so, some some btc or or whatever it is and so now migaloo stakers are er- earning um you know this this basket of apex assets that that's all been um you know idle it's all been kind of in limbo because we've been waiting for terra to to pull the trigger on this to be frank so um not only is this going to be huge for just whale demand right this this prop but it also kind of unclogs the dam and allows us to um you know to keep the alliance experiment moving forward so i think it's a it's a it's a big step can't be can't be overstated can't be overstated how big of a deal it is a hundred percent so i encourage everybody to take a look at the proposal um tfl posted in the chat in the in the forum i think they're also hosting a twitter space um one or two hours after this one so i think um that's also worth um you know joining and i also think it's going to be very interesting to see how that will or how the market or the whale supply that is you know circulating and moving around will react to this because you know with our four satellite markets really whale lsds have been you know spread thin already i mean we have an inflation of just four percent on megaloo and the biggest satellite market terra still boasts with i think 10 percent real yield apr after almost 90 days or almost 100 days of activity, we're still at almost 10% real yield APR, excluding the multiplier. I know some of you DGENs have been bonding early on and your multiplier should be sitting at you know 50 or 60% right now. So those guys probably make more like 15, 16, 17% real yield APR on their whale. And 
the more satellite markets we launch and the more alliances we have, the further or the more thinly will whale will spread, I believe. So I'm really curious to see how that unfolds once um, the alliance is live. Okay, moving on to the next thing. So we burned the 10 million whale. That's fantastic. There is exactly four minutes left in the burn competition. So I'll keep an eye on the watch at exactly 15.30 UTC. That's when the competition ends. So let's see who wins. And now over to White Whale. Um, uh, real, real quick, Sencom, just if we could comment about the names being added, right, to, to the furnace, and if anybody else wants their names added. Sure. Um, so the, the GitHub for the contracts and the front end, they're open source. Um, Deving.zone, um, he open sourced it. You can find it. Um, well, let me just, I'll, I'll post the URL in the, in the chat here real soon. Um, you could either, either do it yourself if you're inclined to do so. Otherwise, you can just ping anybody from our team or directly ping um, the deving.zone man, and we can add you with ease to the leaderboard if you desire. Obviously, there are some people who prefer their name not to be written there, so you don't have to. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you don't mind being doxxed, right, and if you want your name up on the leaderboard, it's 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 a fun thing, right? Um, EC did it, um, you know. I think Luna V did it, and we have Eris up there. I think it's fun, um, mainly for the you know for the different protocols and the different you know kind of builders building on the chain and and those that are setting up kind of recurring burns um just to know know so the community knows who they are um but yeah if you want if if you want your name um up there reach out to us or you can submit your own pr and in that sense also um shout out to ec who's leading the leaderboard and luna v shape who's right out, right behind him for you know you know, pushing this forward and even putting their names up on the leaderboard. So two more minutes, but it looks like the the medals will go to you guys and an anonymous third person who conveniently burned 69420 whale. So <laughs> all right. Um let's talk a little bit about white whale. So we made some adjustments to the front end and contracts of the furnace. So it's now ready to, to be deployed cross-chain. You know, we have this neat little tool that allows you to, you know, like gamifies burning, but also creates a secondary economy around this burn derivative like Ash or X Huawa or X Juno or X Lunk. So when there is demand on, on chains for this kind of application, we're going to ship it there as well. And we just did the prerequisites for this. So I think over the next one or two weeks, we will see some more furnaces pop up across the interchain. And lastly, on Luna Classic. So our plan was to deploy our market this week on Luna Classic. Now, unfortunately, there was a little um, hiccup 
as you might have noticed. So there's some delay, but we're still shooting for, you know, next week, getting this sorted out, out as soon as possible so we can go live and get the whole thing going. And also, once we have deployed everything, we opened the pools, maybe we did some incentives, then we can start the discussions around how we can attract meaningful liquidity and become this new and active DEX for Luna Classic, which I think the chain really needs. And with that, Sebastian, do you have anything else you want to comment? Otherwise, we can give it over to Yieldmoss. Yeah, real, real quick. So I think um, I think the furnace, you know, will be popular on, on other chains. Um, you know, specifically what comes to mind is Luna Classic, right? They, they love their burns. They love a good burn. Gamified burning on Luna Classic, I think, um, is a hand in glove fit, right? So I, I'm excited about that. I also wanted to comment that we put a mechanism into, and, and maybe you can clarify this a little more, Sencom, but we, we put a mechanism into the furnace when deploying on other chains, and it's not much, but it's something that basically goes back um, to, to Migaloo, right? And I believe to Migaloo stakers, right? And basically how it works is um, with their ass, so their receipt, the burner is going to receive one-to-one of their um, their equivalent of ash tokens, right? I forget what they're calling them on the other chains, but um, there's going to be an extra ten percent minted that's going to get sent back to um, to us, right? To to is it the Migaloo stakers or the bonders? I don't know. Sencom, help me out here. How that works? Yeah, you almost got it right. So um, the furnace, like on the on the front end, the furnace will work exactly the same. There's no difference, but um, on the on the back end there's a very slight adjustment we made which is that and by the way just for the name so while we have ash on migaloo um for a lack of better terms or synonyms for ash we're just gonna go with x whatever so x luna classic x juno x chihuahua so that's gonna be the burned version of that token and because because b is already taken so we're not going to compete with backbone labs on their bone tokens so if you use it on megaloo you put in 100 whale you get back 100 ash same thing on let's let's just pick chihuahua as an example same thing there <laughs> you put in 100 chihuahua you get back 100 x chihuahua but another 10 percent is minted which is sent to the fee collector which then the satellite market uses to, to perform buybacks. So in essence, it's a small fee, but only on the burn derivate. So it doesn't interfere with the actual burning. It's just a very slight inflationary tax on using the application so that high demand for the application directly benefits the whale holders, you guys and us. That's the idea. And we try to, to build this in a way where it doesn't interfere with the primary purpose of the, of the furnace. Because if we were to say, for example, you know, someone wants to burn 100 tokens and we take a cut of their tokens they want to burn, then we're interfering with the primary function. But if we just you know, take a cut on the derivate, then that, I believe, is a very um, sleek way. Of, of finding a balance here between you know providing value and gaining something for for you guys so yeah the furnace i'm pretty excited 
Uh, I think Chihuahua and Luna Classic are very good candidates. And the way I see it, without making any bad comments here, if Juno continues to drop, I think the Juno community could could enjoy a furnace as well. But let's see if they like it. All right, Sebastian, shall we give it over to Yieldmos? Yep, let's do it. Well, Yieldmos, stage is yours. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us on. Uh, we appreciate uh, the opportunity to be able to talk with you guys about uh, all this stuff. Uh, sorry to hear you guys had a bit of an incident, but sounds like you guys have uh, on the road to recovery. So that's great to hear. Um, I'm uh, I'm Gio or George, um, one of the co-founders of Yulmos, along with uh, Kaku here next to me. Uh, we've been working on things for about I don't know a year and a half ish. I guess I'll let uh, Kaku introduce himself if you'd like. Hey, all. Uh, yeah. My name's uh, Kaku. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm honestly feeling pretty under the weather, so I'll let I'll let Gio kind of lead things today. Uh, but I appreciate it. Well, I hope you get get better soon. I appreciate it. Do you mind ex- explaining for the listeners who might be not familiar with Yield Moss and what you guys are doing? Do you mind giving a short introduction to your product and maybe a little bit of your history? Sure, sure. Um, Yieldmos is um, an, sort of a an app that um, aims to help you save time and as well as make you a little bit of money in the, in the process by automating certain things for you. Right now, we've got um, staking compounding automated where you can sign up for our service. We can compound you know, 100% of your stake or 50%. And then the other 50% would go into your wallet or, and then also you can choose um, to do like 25% this, this validator, 25% with this one, the remainder go to your wallet. Right. So that's, that's sort of what we've been working on history. As far as history goes, um, I heard about the Aussie module, which is what enables all of this uh, in a non-custodial manner. I guess I should mention that that's an important piece of what we do as well as we do it all in such a way where we don't have to take custody or ownership of any of your tokens or any of your assets. Um, and that's that's leveraged via the Aussie module. And basically what that allows you, the user, to do is issue like certain permissions, like very specific permissions, which then authorizes yield modes to be able to do things on your behalf from within your wallet. So the way that uh, that's been implemented is you issue two permissions, uh, one to claim your staking rewards and one to delegate back to validators of your choice. And so when we actually go to execute the process, what ends up happening is we issue the claim staking rewards command uh, on your behalf. The tokens get deposited into your wallet. And then when we go to delegate, the tokens get delegated directly out of your wallet. But just because you issued those two explicit permissions doesn't mean that we have the ability to do anything outside of what you've actually authorized us to do. So we can't send us send ourselves your tokens. We can't send them to someone else. We can't move them between networks. We can't do swaps. We can't do anything unless you've explicitly stated uh, that we can do something. 
I guess I'll pause there and take any questions. I have one right away. Um, mm -hmm. on, on what networks are you live and what other use cases than automating like staking rewards do you see, you know, users, for example, in our community could, could leverage your products? We're, we are live on like 35, 36 different networks, including Migaloo. We do support uh, the Migaloo token. We have um, been, been trying to compound the user users staking rewards. Um, but sort of thinking of a bigger picture, we have some outposts that we plan on releasing here shortly, uh, probably starting on Juno. Um, but I believe you guys allow uh, Cosmosm on on your network, right? Yes. Yeah. So any um, like, so let me talk about what the Juno outpost is going to do, and this is going to apply to any network that has Wasm, right? We'll be able to take take your staking rewards and divide them up um, based on your preferences into things that you want. So if you want to be able to take your Juno staking rewards and compound back, you know, 25% of that back to the validator of your choice, great. You want to take another 25% and swap it for USDC on wind, great. We'll be able to do that. And then have, let's say, 50%, um, I don't know, something else, whatever, right? Left in your wallet, uh, traded for another token on wind, right? Like, like we'll be able to like keep adding uh, any DeFi primitives that are on Juno into like the option set of what what you'll be able to choose, and like the same goes for you know Migaloo's network. Um, we'll have to take. We sort of been focusing on Juno right now because that's what we're pushing on, so we're sort of a little bit more familiar with with the options available on Juno. But when we sort of you know get that done, we'll be looking at another home or a second home to be able to deploy additional outposts on other networks, right? So all the DeFi primitives, I heard you were talking about Shark earlier. Um, obviously, like being able to like, just if you guys have uh, swap swap functionality, um, you know, any, any DeFi primitive that you guys have on your network will be able to add it as an option. And then people will be able to, to split up their, their uh, whale staking rewards into those different destinations based on a percentage basis. Would it also be possible to automate various um, smart contract activities, for example, claiming rewards? Uh, yeah, yeah, that is that is part of it. Mark, do you want to? I don't know if you're feeling better. You want to give a bit more detail? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so I, almost any smart contract uh, interaction can be automated, uh, and and in our first couple outposts, because we already have. Uh, kind of like release candidates for Juno and Osmosis, right? We're, we're doing things such as allowing people to um, deposit funds into like DowDows or um, interact with like LPs in, in whatever ways, provide liquidity, all sorts of things. Um, so kind of anything that somebody might want to do normally, we can uh, interact with it. So Red Bank, over on Osmosis, we've done a whole bunch of work integrating actions that somebody might want to do there. Um, so personally, I would I would really uh, 
uh, I, I have a goal that in Istanbul, we'll be able to sit with you guys and uh, talk about what an outpost could look like for Migaloo, uh, especially with the Alliance module going on. That's even more interesting things that we could wind up automating. Uh, yeah. You are 100% right. I think, so while you were talking, I think not only my eyes grew bigger, but the eyes of a lot of listeners as well, because you're, you're spot on with, with Alliance. So as we integrate more, um, more assets into our Alliance, there will be a lot of tokens and some users just might want to auto-compound them into whatever asset of their desire. So that's going to be fantastic. Another thing is that I'm that I'm quite excited about is so White Whale, we have our satellite markets. And right now they're live on six chains. And on, on these chains, um, the protocol, you know, we have DEX and flash loans. And they perform, they use the fees they generate, every satellite market on every swap, they generate fees. And the market uses the fees to buy back whale from the open market and distribute it to users who have locked their liquid staked whale on the respective market. And I'm quite sure that a lot of people would like to automate this. So I think you'll, you'll find some, some very active users of your applications within this community. And the, the, the really nice thing is these markets, they're not only they're not only like exclusive to Migaloo. They are, for example, on Juno as well, where you guys launch. Or they are on Terra or Chihuahua, mm -hmm. a lot of different chains. That was going to be my next question is, do you guys have one of your satellites on Juno? If so, uh, we should be able to add that as one of the destinations and actions in the coming contract. That's going to be fantastic. I think after the call, we, we should um, set up a dedicated dedicated meeting maybe and discuss some options what we can do on Migaloo and on the satellite markets. But I think um, our community and I include myself here um, would like to use these products. I think that's pretty cool. Heck yeah. We are all about the collaboration. Um, another question that I have is uh, I'm not sure if uh, um if that's just rumors or if there's anything to it but uh, are you guys planning on launching your own chain yeah yeah i think it's i think it's beyond rumor now we've we've talked about it a bunch i think there's been some uh twi twitter tw tweets or x's whatever the hell they're called now um but yeah um we want to basically launch like a a chain that's um enables governance to guide our actions and express express their wishes that's pretty dope. Uh, do you have any other vision for the chain as well yeah we do we've 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 been in private test net here now probably since uh probably for a few months now and we were originally wanting to power so the way the way currently things operate is we sort of figure out we have like an off-chain off -chain bot that figures out uh, everything that needs to happen. And then we sort of build the messages, build the transactions, and then 
using the Aussie grants and the Aussie uh, sort of paradigm, we you know broadcast that on chain to to get that all to be you know broadcast and, and confirmed, right? We were sort of hoping that we could power that entire process using some sort of on-chain mechanism, um, primarily end blocker. But we found out very quickly that there's some issues issues with that. Um, it's fairly straightforward to do sort of like in the dark um, actions where you don't have any visibility into the state of the remote chain because ICQ is just not there yet. It's, it's sort of a new product and the way that Stride and Quicksilver are using it is um, in a very straightforward manner. We would need, we need ICQ to be developed a little bit more than it currently is. And we also ran into some issues with uh, like TX, TX fees. Um, executing contracts over ICA calls is kind of expensive. There's a lot of like gas overhead there. So I think until we're able to, you know, optimize that gas usage a little bit and at the same time sort of um, improve upon the way that ICQ works, I think we're going to stick with sort of an off-chain process to continue that continues to to sort of figure out what needs to happen and then broadcast those transactions on chain. So there are bigger plans for the chain, but for now it's just going to be sort of a, a governance hub. Cool. Uh, really appreciate the insight there. Um, anything else you want to cover? Um, I think we have some like Zili quests that some people might be interested in um, that can earn you some points, uh, which then are convertible to our token, as well as some uh, elite number of our Zili Quest participants will earn a super duper NFT that's also going to be redeemable for some of our token. Um, we also have, you know, socials just like you guys do. If you guys are interested in what we're doing, we'd appreciate a follow on Twitter and, you know, joining our Discord and Telegram and all that. And all that's under our, um, this account that I'm on currently under. There's a link tree that takes you to all of that. Um, and then finally, just wanted uh, to give a shout out to your community. Um, we are, you know, sort of in the interchain at a high level, um, keeping tabs on all the networks, but we can't really, we don't really have the bandwidth to like get nitty gritty and like go into detail on every single, every single one of you guys. Right. So we have sort of are leaning on you and your community to come tell us what it is that you want us to support on, on all these networks, including, including white whale and, and, and the Megalo network, right? You guys need to tell us all of the, it would, it would be really helpful and we would really appreciate it. If you gave us, you know, suggestions as to uh, what we should support with, with all these outposts. Yeah. Big shout out back to you. Give those guys uh, a warm and hearty follow and we'll definitely um, give you some ideas on what you could integrate, not only on Migaloo, but also on Juno, on Terra and all these other markets. And I think, yeah, there will be demand for those products. I'm quite sure. And, uh, maybe, yeah, appreciate you could, it. Uh, and maybe you could mention one more time, how can people actually participate in the Zili campaign? 
Uh, on on Zili, you should be able to search for Yieldmos, and it should um, should be able to find it fairly quickly. There's also been a number of um, Twitter threads that we've that we've sent out that also have links to the quest directly, or you could just pop into our Discord or our Telegram and ask for the link. Awesome! Thank you so much. Great. Well, thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. Thank you. JG, do we want to continue with Backbone Labs? Hey guys, yeah, sure. Um, let's see, the last thing that I saw they were testing was uh, mobile functionality on the marketplace. Um, I don't want to give you guys a date yet because uh, then I, I'll get stuck with it. You know, I just don't want to, this is a big deal for us. This upgrade is, it means a lot. So it, it really needs to be right. I'm not, I'm not really interested in, and putting out something that that I'm not extremely proud of, you know. So, um, but I, you know, I, I'm excited about it, and uh, the art is coming along great for the whale grave digger. And we're still trying to plan out exactly what the best uh, method for launch is. You know, this is all kind of a new territory a little bit for us as well. And so, um, yeah, I know I know that everybody wants it to happen like yesterday. And there's, I just don't want to. You know, you know what I mean. You guys know what I'm saying. I want it to be the best that it can be. And like, so we're really trying to make it the best that it can be. We're, we're close. So we're close. If we're testing mobile, we got to be close, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're testing mobile right now as well. <laughs> no, um, just on a, on a side note here. Um, you just said um, you, you're thinking about various um, launch strategies. Do you want to give us a little bit of of insight? Um, sure, sure. What actually launching a marketplace looks well, like? Well, I mean, here's the thing. So we have different projects that I've been building and that want to launch, and it, it all kind of depends on what the momentum is like in the market and and what what the order is or or what's available when that happens. You know, so um, you know, it's it's weird. It's like opening a store. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. It's like opening a store and you need to be able to have products to display and, and what projects are going to go and what order, you know, it's, <laughs> I know it sounds a little silly, but it, it I mean, I think it's kind of crucial. <laughs> yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, opening a store without any products doesn't make any sense at all. No. And the thing is, is that, you know, we have, we have, I'm just trying to think about like, what is the best way to bring in the new people, right? Because we don't want to just be selling stuff to the same people here. Like we're trying to really go fishing and and bring and show and show that what what we're doing here to other chains and to have this start to have this like rippling effect, right? That's kind of like the overall goal for these grave diggers. And you know that's why you know we're still in talks with Raccoon. I think they're gonna maybe make this the art for our chihuahua grave digger i'm hoping and uh then from there we can show we have a juno one that needs to have a, a community partnered with so if we make that sale program over there then we should get a, another group to make a, a juno grave digger we have the classic one that's coming up and we have partners over there with the sapiens and we got a whole bunch of stuff going on over there so there's like a lot of pieces to this puzzle but just besides the marketplace right so yeah, it's and we're a small team. We're only like six people. <laughs> the Sapiens. Did I hear that right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Jerry will be very happy, I believe. 
See, that's great. And I, I hope um, you guys can figure out what you need to figure out because really everybody's desperately waiting for the NFT marketplace. I think everybody's very excited and we've been excited for months now. And uh, I'm sure. Trust me, it's not, it's not could... from me not cracking the whip. It's from, you know, the our, a couple of devs who are like, bro, you have to go slower. <laughs> I'm like the total opposite of restraint, just so everybody understands what we're doing. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I know what cracking the whip is like. Now, I know. Talking about whipping, what about the, the Chihuahua liquidity? And, and, the oh, terror liquidity. <laughs> and, and you know what honestly it's so it's so funny it's these multi-sigs like on one like on one side they're a godsend on the other side they are they are such a nightmare i can't stand them <laughs> yeah it, it, it's true it slows development really really down but on the other hand um i mean we just saw what happens if you don't use them so it, it's something you just have to oh, we all have to bear with it yeah, 100%. Unless, unless, I guess, unless the, the user is just like 100% doxxed. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's different then. But I'm not interested in that. But still, wallets can get compromised, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. This is a smart contract. This shit happens. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you again about the NFT marketplace next week. I'm saving that up. That's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to laugh if I can, if we can turn it on midweek. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to laugh then as well. So we're going to laugh together. No one would complain if it got turned on next week. <laughs> Just kidding, JG. Thank you. I know. It, uh, it, in all seriousness, it's, it's ready when it's ready. We know we've gone through launches before. We know that there's delays, that it takes longer than we think and when we hope. Um, you know, we're just, we're all very excited. We're all very excited for that NFT marketplace. So keep grinding. Keep grinding. Never stop. Never we stop. We grinding never to stop. the bones. Come on, but you know where that goes. We have, we have full faith in you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I mean, this means everything to me. You know, I, I tell Sebastian before, I was like, man, you guys really gave us the chance to, like, continue to follow our dreams. It was pretty awesome, you know, so. We're trying to make sure that 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 fuel is still there and that we deliver on what we promised. You know, it's really important to us. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I think that's a good segue. Um, you know, we we want to on Migaloo, if nothing else, we want to take care of our builders. Right. Um, and, you know, for me, those who are willing um, to build on us and to believe in us right now. Right. Like, you know, all of investing is buy low, sell high. Right. Right now we're low. We've had highs. Right. We've had runs. We've had pumps. Right now we're we're in a low spot. You know, that's that's just being real. Um, but those who are willing to stick with us, those who are willing to build on us right now and, and contribute and, and remain a part of this community and stick with us, they should you, you guys should be rewarded. You guys should be incentivized and rewarded and have have skin in the game. And we we firmly believe that. Right. And one of the ways, one of the weapons we have to do that is our community pool. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that that transitions us to Raccoon and what they're doing, what they're building. We've been talking. We've we've been in discussions with them, um, you know, for a long time now, to be honest with you. Um, but it's it's coming to fruition now. 
Um, you know, and they they put out their proposal. They put out at least their their article to get the discussion started earlier in the week. Um, but it, it it was done in tandem with us, in tandem with the team. We are in favor of it. We are in support of giving them the grant. I'm personally, I'm very excited um, about a. a about a predictions market um, coming to Migaloo. I think it's uh, the, you don't really have one. I, I, at least not that I'm aware of right now. Um, and we've seen the success of things like this on Ethereum, like Rollbit. Rollbit's killing it, um, you know, in their roller coaster game and stuff like that. So I think it's a it's a unique build. It's a fun build. It fits us. It fits our community. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the raccoon, the raccoon guys are, are, are the right guys to do it. So um, that's my intro. Right. That being said, I'll turn it over to you guys um, and, and you can have the floor. Thanks a lot, Sebastian. I think that was a really great intro. And uh, one thing that I wanted to mention is like you guys really helped as well to into building like this idea. You brought out some new ideas and stuff like that. And I think what we're sitting on, like the ideas we have, the plan we have, I think it's going to be like some sort of a game changer because, you know, for those who are not aware of what's a predictions market or market price prediction, it's basically, uh, it's some sort of like you're trying to predict what's going to be or forecast what's going to be the price of a Bitcoin, Ethereum, a Ripple and other cryptos on different time frames. And uh, what we thought of is like, how can we make it like different and not be just uh, you're trying to figure out or forecast what's going to be the price. So one of the cool things that we've discussed is like we're going to have players that play the game and try to make the prediction based on charting or what they expect. But the other cool thing is we need to include the also the let's say the stakers or the stakeholders, like people that believe in the the shark protocol and the token itself. So. The cool thing that we discuss is the uh, how the sh the shark staking is gonna work because usually in the price prediction market is you're gonna have some bulls and bears that think that the price of Bitcoin is gonna be uh, let's say thirty one thousand uh, in twenty four hours from now and then you're gonna have some people that are gonna be like short or which are the bears but sometimes people like all the people are just bullish so there's no counter trade to that and the cool thing is with the shark stickers there's going to be a mechanism where when there's no opposition to a position well it opens automatically we're going to do some calculation to make sure everything is fine there but that's going to be much more dynamic than the other products out there because sometimes if you want to bet and then there's no one on the other side well it gets cancelled whereas us the goal is to make it much more fluid like you can play whenever you want uh, it's going to be on mobile. And the other thing that I think is going to add some spice is uh, we've been working to build a live chat. So it's it's always much more entertaining when you are able to make your prediction. You speak with the players on the platform. And I think like underneath that, I think our main goal is to make it look like a Web2 application. Because, you know, sometimes on the blockchain, it's always like there's some issues with APIs because you're highly dependent on the blockchain. And that's one of the things that we, we want to address the most. We want the, the app to be like a Web2, pretty much very fluid. And the only moment that you have to pass a transaction is when you make your prediction. And I see, Sen, you have a question. Uh, I just wanted to highlight something in, in the design 
uh, of the shard pro shard protocol, which I think is is really 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 cool. And Sebastian initially mentioned Rollbit on Ethereum, which is kind of like a casino, and and you can do predictions there. But Rollbit is the house; they make the bank. What Raccoon is proposing to build is that the stakers are the house, and you know the house always wins. So I think that's that's really really a fantastic fantastic um, design you came up there, because. Yeah, normally there's bulls and there's bears and they fight. But in what you're proposing is there's a house and the house is, is counter trading. And I think that's going to be fantastic because personally, I'm not aware of any casino or it's not a casino. It's a prediction market. That's that's an actual financial instrument. That's something very different. But still, I'm not aware of um, any such protocol where the stakers actually are the protocol are the house so i think that's really a unique design and if i think if you pull it off with a you know if you manage to implement what, what you're what you're proposing on a technical level and then give it like a really really nice you know ui i think that's gonna is an explosive combination i think the system is very well designed and then together with a good ui mobile i mean even chats that's hilarious i mean you can literally dunk on the bears as you go along that's that's fantastic um i think that's gonna be fantastic um application yeah i i was actually gonna say the exact same thing you know um and i think i think sencom um framed it well you know the, the key to this and the part that's really revolutionary is that retail right or or stakers you you could be the house you could effectively be the house of a casino um that's you know and then there's a take right every bet they have a take right and and you you get the take right so not only do you get the uh, do you counter trade right but you you get a percentage for counter trading so by effectively providing liquidity as a counter trader you you earn um, a take on every single trade, so you get to be the house. And and yeah, there's these other casinos. I'm I'm not familiar with too many of them on ETH, um, but but Rollbit, for example, they you know they take all that. They they take all the um, uh, and it's it's earnings, and they're earning a, you know they're earning tons. Um, it's 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 crazy. Their their fees are almost like as much as Uniswap or something something insane. Um, but the idea that retail can be the house you can be the house of a prediction market um is one of these you know decentralized blockchain enabled um pioneering revolutionary steps in my opinion so the fact that they're that they're um the raccoon is is experimenting with this and and pushing the ball forward with it and and you know this was one of the points that sencom and i made in in um having input in the design and their protocol but i I think it's a I think it's key and I think it's it's something that's really special and, and could be um, a huge product market fit. You know, just imagine that the, just be the house. You can you can be the house. Right. Um, it's uh, it's very sticky. So very excited about it. And also just on a, on a side note, before I give it over to you guys again, um, I, I think it's worth mentioning that if you just look at what people are building you know, what the people that we work together with are building, maybe Backbone Labs with their unique NFT file or Raccoon with this 
you know, first of its kind prediction market or ERIS protocol with the AMP governance or, you know, our satellite market structure with the buybacks. I think all the teams, so we really have unique and um, creative builders that we're working with together in this, you know, ride group. And I think that's just, you know, it's not copycat DAXs or a copycat whatever marketplace for some boring stuff. It's like really unique, you know, pieces of technology and, you know, products that leverage, you know, blockchain technology to enable new, new features like be the house in a prediction market and just take it to the next level when it comes to, um, you know, design and architecture of these things. So I think shout out to, you know, to Backbone Labs, to Raccoon, to Eris. This is really fantastic stuff. So yeah, Raccoon, back to you. Yeah, thanks a lot for that, guys. I think it's it shows that you guys helped with like building the ideas and to come up with a actually a product that's going to be used, that's going to bring bring new users as well. And what I wanted to mention is the also one of the big idea behind it is like the part to be like you are the house is is what adds a lot to the protocol because usually like you have this place where you make your bet and like for example any casinos they're depending on the game that they build they're gonna get like this percentage and they keep it for themselves whereas how it's gonna work for a shark protocol like 70 percent is gonna go back to the stakers and like 10 percent is gonna go to shark well uh liquidity providers so it's 80 percent that goes back to also some, we can call it like the stakeholders, is that you don't have to play to actually participate in the protocol. And I think that's where this idea can expand to new ideas that are more related to DeFi and stuff like that. So I think it's, the, it's a good place to start and have like a wonderful product. But the cool thing is it can snowball, like it can evolve into many other things as well. Yeah, you're 100% right here. Um. Can you elaborate a little bit about, so let's talk a little bit more about the proposal. Um, so what, how do you plan to do the tokenomics? Maybe let's start there. Yeah, so basically for, to get us started, we did publish a Medium article of like a first draft of how we think the tokenomics should be. And we also added some details into uh, the Discord where you guys add the uh, the proposal discussion so if you want any like information i think there's a lot of details there that you, get, you guys can have a look at and the other thing is this is again flexible but the main idea behind the uh, the tokenomic was first like if we're going to ask for a community fund to build a project or to start actually the project we we want to not compensate, I'm, I'm searching for a word, but like reward those that have been backing us that think that our idea makes sense. So the majority of the tokenomic is going to be built around those that helped us. So for example, the airdrop, the majority of the airdrop is going to be given to the, the well stakers and those who use the white well decks. And the other thing is, you know, when, when people are going to make some bets onto the, the, the protocol, uh, like those that stakes are receiving a, a real yield. It's not like an inflated yield, but they're also going to receive some, uh, I think it's, I would need to look at it. I think it's 30 or 35% that the stakers are going to receive shark because, you know, those people are taking a risk and they, they need to be compensated because they're participating in the protocol as well. So 
yeah, I, I believe the main idea was just to reward those that have been helping us and backing us, but also reward those that actually use the protocol. Like the idea is not to build something that's going to have a hype for two weeks and it's dead. Like most of our tokenomics is uh, going to be linearly like uh, decreasing like the, um, I'm losing my word there, but the rewards are, are used over 10 years. So the idea is to make it something that people will use and it's going to be self-sustainable. I don't know if that was clear. Yeah, I think it was. Um, talking a little bit about roadmap. So let's assume, you know, we go through the governance process. Um, you know, there's there might be some more input we didn't think of. Um, but let's say the proposal passes. What happens next? Yeah, so the first thing we, we need to, to decide on is we've provided a lot of details about like the airdrop, the tokenomics, and we discussed a lot about the uh, stake as the house. And these things, like maybe they look simple, but they're not that simple. So the first thing that we're gonna work on is to first finalize how uh, the airdrop is distributed, the tokenomics. But to make that happen, we need to make a lot of planning and also some simulations because given these games are related to probability and stuff like that, we need to make sure that it is self-sustainable uh, in the future. So for, for the first month, that's one of the things we're going to work, work on. We're looking into two different de technologies for the API, databases, and the charting on the website. So in the first month, I think it's going to be like, make sure we have the right technology for the interface, make sure that the tokenomic is viable in the long term, and also ex explore, like, finalize our planning and make sure the community is behind it. And after that, like, basically the... The two months after that, that's where we're going to put like our hands dirty. We're going to build a code because it's going to be something entirely custom. Like we don't like start from something that was built by someone. It's us that build it, the interface and the smart contracts. So I believe two months after that, we're going to be able to release the first alpha version where people can actually try the protocol. And at this point, let's say maybe there's going to be like 50% of the feature, but at least people can try it, provide their feedback and we always have like some sort of, of a buffer where we include and discuss about the feedback that we provided. And we actually make sure that the protocol or the application reflects what the community wants, because it doesn't make sense to build something if no one is using it. Um, after that, like this would be like the first version will be the alpha version. And after that will come uh, a month after or two months after, depending on the complexity, will be the better version. And then after that is going to be the final version. But if everything goes according to the plan, uh, within three months, we would have like a first version to, to be usable. Well, I think that should at least cover most of the questions now. Um, Sebastian, JG, do you want to touch on this? Um, I think we can open it up for for questions. Like if anybody has questions specifically for the rat guys, and I would say that um, just one comment is all of our community grants, um, they are just a reminder, they are clawbackable, right? JG's is, Eris is. So they're, they're placed in a vesting contract, which is clawbackable. So for example, um, you know, if in another two months, JG is still here saying, I don't want to give a date, guys. I don't want to give a date. And we all, the community thinks he's actually slow rugging us. Then we could put up a prop to, to rescind the tokens, right? Um, you know, same with the raccoon. If, if, you know, it's, 
several months down the road and nothing's been shipped and they're not coming to calls or whatever it is, right? Whatever situation happens, um, the community can can retract the remaining unvested tokens. So this is just a mechanism we've we've done that we've been on both ends of the grant thing, um, you know, and it's just a, an accountability mechanism um, to to make sure that everything's on the up and up and everything's fair. So just wanted to to note that and um, you know the other thing is if you have suggestions or comments or feedback feel free to jump in the discord this is the week to do it right this is the time to do it um you know sometimes our community members have better better ideas in regards to tokenomics or design or architecture than than we do right or or insights or something so if if you have suggestions on the tokenomics um or the or airdrop or whatever it may be architecture ideas um, jump into the to the Discord. We have a dedicated channel for this prop, right? Um, jump in and, and give your feedback. So, um, so that's what I would say. Go ahead, JG Director. Go ahead, whoever's um, ready. No, I just wanted to say I'm um, I'm really excited about a prediction market and the possibilities it opens up. My my only question is 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 there uh, what is the is there a time frame? I haven't got to finish reading the entire prop. I read the ask. I you know I read the amount that you want, but <laughs> I didn't read everything. <laughs> so is there a <laughs> Not, not that I got any any merit to stand on asking when, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you go into the Discord, basically uh, we release. I think it's almost like two pages of a roadmap. Like it's pretty much detailed, like uh, uh, how long we think every milestone of a project is gonna happen. Nice, nice dodge, nice dodge. Now I gotta go read some more stuff now. I want I want the cliff notes. Um I have actually um a couple of questions uh here in the community chat. Um are we also allowing to burn USTC uh, USTC on Lunk? I think that's still referring to the furnace. Uh I don't think that's possible. Cor uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Sencom. It is possible, and if there is demand, we'll make it happen. But we're going to start okay. with a Luna Classic Furnace. Okay, so it is possible to burn USTC uh, on, on Lunk. Wow, okay, cool. Uh, Yieldmos, are you still here? Okay. There, there hey, was I'm here, sorry. No, we're on a different app, but yeah. Um, yeah, um, so... A uh, question for you from from mm -hmm. our community. Um, they're, they're asking about Nomic. When will you integrate uh, Nomic in in your app? I guess. Yeah. So interesting story there. They decided to write. Um, there, so there's like a Cosmos SDK network is made up of basically two layers. Tendermint, which is the consensus engine, and then the Cosmos SDK, which is um, sort of where a bunch of the other functionality comes into play, including um, like staking and all this other stuff, you know, comes from the Cosmos SDK. They made a decision to write their own Cosmos SDK in Rust, which is a different language than what the Cosmos SDK is written in, which is Golang. There's a bit of a... Um, interface issue because the 
tool set that everybody uses, everybody else uses to talk to the Cosmos SDK called Cosm.js doesn't support things the right way with their new Rust framework. We've reached out to them and we've asked for some help. They said that they'll, they have like their own version of Cosm.js. They said that they'll add the right stuff that we need to be able to do all of that. And then that would only be for like manual compoundings because their implementation of the Cosmos SDK doesn't have an auth C type module. So we can't technically do what we need to do on Nomic the way we normally do it for all these other networks, but we are hoping to be able to provide people with manual compounding. And what that does is you're able to like fill out, and we support this for a few other networks right now, like Vigilum and I think Axelar, but you're able to save your settings. We save your settings basically so that when you go to manually compound all your validators pre-fill with like all the percentages that you saved and so it makes things a little bit simpler because usually you have to do like claim the rewards and then if you're like validating to like three different validators and you have to do like three more transactions right here we're able to like bunch all of that together all into like one transaction so it's a lot less clicks so that's sort of when i say manual compounding that's what i mean by manual compounding it saves you a little bit of time and a couple of clicks and it's on the roadmap. We're just waiting on them to get one technical piece back to us. Okay, yeah, that, that would uh, be the next question. It, it is on your roadmap still. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, ah, yeah, there, there was a, a suggestion uh, from a community member to not call the burn derivatives of um of the different chains x uh, lunk or whatever uh um they suggested that we call it um ash lunk um ash juno ash whatever um well that's gonna be a very long ticker yeah uh yeah that was uh, just a suggestion that i got that i wanted to shout out here not, not a bad idea i think it's worth considering yeah i mean the name isn't fixed so um while it's not fixed let's have the discussion just gonna say to to ash like chihuahua ash whatever that's a very very long ticker you know very long yeah okay um other than that um oh i i have actually personally a, a question also to raccoon um why because i'm not too deep into prediction marks i actually did some a little bit of research yesterday because of your proposal and uh, why have you decided to uh, go with the model that shark stakers take the opposite position and not go with an i don't i guess an amm pool or uh, or vault which is like based on usdc and then put in your oracles and then whatever bet is taken the uh providers of the usdc uh, take the counter position so you mean kind of like that for every prediction market they have there's a dedicated pool or a dedicated house uh no one one house uh only only uh usdc only usdc based one house um, but it gets settled in usdc and not shark you you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then use the oracles to to um i don't know get the bitcoin price or whatever or whatever the the bet is so it all gets settled uh, um, eventually on usdc which is like a stable currency on not and not the shark token just wanted to to ask the uh, design question yeah so basically like the idea was like i can go a step back to your question and like it was one of the the thing that worried us the most at first and like uh sen and sebastian came with great ideas because you know when you're playing prediction market one of the biggest issues is if for example you're using the one on pancake swap is if you really think something's going to happen and then there's no other position well you need to find a way to make it like make your protocol better that there's always going to be someone on the other side and the reason why we're using shark is uh, one thing that I didn't mention is when you're going to be play uh, on the price prediction market, uh, you're going to be able to play with any uh, cryptocurrency you want that's accepted on the Whitewell DEX. So Whitewell DEX is also going to be leverage for uh, the protocol and all the bets are going to be settled in Shark. So that's the reason why uh, the Shark stickers and why the position is open in Shark is because everything is settled in Shark. So it could have been like USDC as well. Like it's it's also something we can explore. But the idea was like to provide as maximum utility to the token as possible. And like that's basically the rationale why we did it that way. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, I mean, it makes sense. I, I, the way I saw it is like maybe you could just stake shark you know and then uh, get the, the the shark token the value accruals basically the taker fee uh, so so the the protocol fee so every uh, everybody that is taking uh, or anybody that is taking a bet uh, is paying like the protocol fee and then the liquid liquidity providers get the uh, are taking the uh, counter position but um yeah but- I, uh, yeah, yeah I, I can. I, I think I didn't answer correctly your, your question, but that's basically what what it's doing right now. So, uh, let's say for example that uh, you're staking shark, and then there's a bet that happens, and there's only a short position. And then what's going to happen is that the shark stakers, there's going to be something, in, some logic in the contract that's going to take uh, a long position. And if the long position is one, well, basically. Uh, you already get 70% of the 2.5% fee for making this bet. But if the shark stakers actually win their bet, well, they get rewarded for it. It's them that own the, the shark as well. So if they win the bet, they get the fees and they also get the winning prize. So I think it's that was your question, right? Yeah, sort of, sort of. Um, just curious because I'm, uh, like I said, like you, you posted the, uh, the the prop yesterday, and uh, I was actually looking then into into other prediction markets. Got uh, got really curious about the different design choices. Um, yeah, but uh, thank you for elaborating. Yeah, well, what's nice here in, in this product or in this design is that it's quite simple. It's it's very elegant because you really you have the stakers. And they they get the revenue, but they also take the risk of winning and losing by having counter trades. So um, you you don't have to worry about LP providers or anything. You just have the house. And if you want to win, you also need to take up some risk for this. 
And what uh, what does he? Let's say if I win a bet, uh, what currency do I get for that? Uh, or what? Sorry, not what currency do I get as a user? Maybe that as well. But also, uh, in which currency does the bet settle first of all? And then, what currency do I get as an end user? Yeah. So, uh, like I said a bit earlier, is you can place your bet with any crypto that's accepted on Whitewell Dex. So, if you want to play in Well, you want to play in USDC, Atom, uh, you can play with whatever you want. And the cool thing is, with the Oracle, we are and the information that's on chain and on the Dex is we're able to convert everything into the same denomination, which is USDC or Shark, which which is what we'll be making and we have the same denomination so if you're playing with one atom then it's going to be like let's say 100 shark and everything is going to be converted into shark and then you get paid in shark as well so play with whatever you want and everything gets settled in shark cool thanks um yeah that's that's everything from my side um i don't see any other community questions so any um there is one guy up here miguel lunatic oh okay welcome sir uh, uh oh sorry guys must have accidentally hit my pocket hi guys just want to say obviously congratulations love the idea raccoon i actually didn't mean to uh to press press the button but um while i'm here might as well ask one question jg um are you going to follow sort of raccoon's idea of maybe uh, having any denom on um on your nft marketplace or is it going to be exclusively whale um well it's not remember we have we cover two chains though so we can't just accept one asset you know already so uh but there will be some um there will be some changes when it when everything comes live you'll see <laughs> I don't want to tell you yet. I quite like it. It's quite cryptic. That's all right. That's fine by me. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, I'm, I pressed the button by accident. I'll step down, guys. Miguel Lunatic, you can trust me. I've been nagging JG for a long time, every day. You know, I, I change my PFP every day for a different whale NFT, and I'm just waiting for the one on the bloody, on the, the Migaloo decks, and then that's going to be it. I don't have to change it no more. It's a job I don't have to worry about, you know? How how can you change your PFP? I think there's only how many. Um, well, you've got you've got raccoons. You've got raccoons players. over there. They got they got the they got the, the Migaloo badge on their uh, Emporium. I've got that. I've got uh, obviously on the uh, the uh, Pixel Lions and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm flipping between them. I had a Skelly Punk because these guys are they're they're unreal, you know, and they're they're the grave digger on. On Luna, so yeah, I'm I'm there, man. I'm I'm all in on Miga uh, on uh, Migaloo and NFT. Shout, shout out to you, sir. You you're by far the most faithful whale shiller there is in town. We all we all really appreciate you. No problem, guys. And uh, yeah, I, I'm honestly having Raccoon build this out. No disrespect to anyone else. I've used some of their products on other chains, like Raccoon. Bet's awesome, but Emporium is a great NFT marketplace as well. Having them build this out, it's going to be awesome on Migaloo. I'm telling you this now. It's worth every every penny of that five million. Wow, in my opinion, I've not even touched it yet, but I guarantee it'll be it'll be sick. Dope. We have the Ginkgo guys up here. Um, welcome. Hey everyone. How's it going? Doing good. How about you? 
very great and i think i i, I don't know about space is it like coming to a close is there something else that's been planned because we want to make an announcement and we want it to be like the closing for white whale for the white whale community call well then let's ask in the round is there anything else we need to cover before we light the firecracker whatever yeah. that is i don't know what the firecracker is i don't know yeah well, so um i would say is there any other questions um on anything on the exploit on any updates right and let's just take a minute and if there's you know if there's no other questions then we can hand it over to the to the ginkgo account for the close for the finale anybody i don't see any questions in the community chat or on twitter so if if no one is uh, requesting to speak right now i think we're good to go all right ginku the, the floor is yours sir all right thanks so much everyone uh hey everyone for people that don't know us we're ginkgo we're currently validating uh at number one for whale number one spot <laughs> there's that saying in germany that the best comes last but it's very unfair to all the alpha that's been dropping so far uh things like uh from skeleton punks and from raccoon with shark there are so many high quality gems on the migaloo chain which is the reason why we're on the number one spot because we're long-term very bullish on the migaloo chain and with that said um we want everyone to spread the word because in one week's time it's already been teased here left and right everywhere a little bit people that go on to our twitter profile can also follow it back we will be launching our ginkgo protocol next week during the community call from white whale so make sure to tune in uh put a reminder we are very excited and very proud uh people haven't heard much yet because we have been building in the shadows really want to show something when there's something to show and this is the time that makes me really excited yes sir are are you um are you not sharing any details on what the protocol is are you going to give us no any? okay it's All right. gonna be it's so gonna be next week and it's it's going to be huge it 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 really is um yeah it really is such a big game changer for whale for many reasons that we'll be going through next week but it is taking migaloo chain to the next level A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. So you guys heard it. You heard it here next week on the on the on the community call. They they got it scheduled August tenth. They're dropping their they're dropping their protocol. They've been building in stealth. So um, I'm excited. Um, you know, 
I'm I'm really excited about this. So be sure to join us next week and keep keep your eyes open for what the Ginkgo team has has been working hard on and and what they're gonna they're gonna just drop it. They're just gonna dump it on our faces. They've been building in stealth and they're just gonna drop a bomb on us. <laughs> so exciting, exciting times. Love it. All right. With that, with that being said, that was that was the high note. That's the high note that we'll end this call on. Um, everybody, have a great week. Go touch some grass this weekend, and we will we'll see you again next week. Take care, guys. Bye, everybody. Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible losses, all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner Lace stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten Stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management To grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers Drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers Fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds Of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth And play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served